Welcome to the Writer's Block Party Podcast with your hosts Meredith Bond and Prue Warren, where they discuss every aspect of a writer's life, from the craft of writing and editing, through publishing and marketing, and finally into building a global publishing empire. Here is Mary and Prue. Hi, and welcome to the Writer's Block Party podcast. I'm Meredith Bond with... I'm Prue Warren. And uh, today we are going to be delving deep into taglines. Oh God, I'm so glad. Because Prue, you need a tagline for your book. Really need a tagline for my. I really need a tagline for my book. Here's my book: rom-com, sin and the peanut butter cup. Right? Charming, yeah. funny, witty. My the tagline I came up with is oh, "Who's screwing up worse?" or something like that. And it's 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 just, it's just a sucking hole of badness. And I I need at least some groundwork. Give me give me some give me some uh, gra- ground rules. Give me some outlines of what a good tagline consists of okay first of all it needs to reflect your book so because yours is a funny rom-com your tagline has to be funny and kind of romantic or hint at romance hint at romance and humor and contains humor um i of course like last week with keywords i was doing some research because (laughs) i I also suck at taglines (laughs) i bet that's a lie um no, it really isn't. Uh, tagline is usually the last, absolute last thing that I try and figure out. Just for fun. Let me take a look at some of my taglines. <laughs> for a storm on the horizon, the only way to survive the storm is to have the courage to shed secrets and discover your true destiny. I'll buy it. Really? That sounds great. Do you not like that? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was a wilting sort of sound. Thank you. Just <laughs> randomly scrolling through lots of books I have. I don't even I don't even have the taglines written down. Where do you write them down? Are you on Amazon looking at your own books, or do you have no? Them I I have a word file that has all of my um, my book descriptions and all of the links where you can buy my books because you need that all the time when you're um, putting together advertising. That's really smart. That's really smart. And you do it in a Word doc, not in an Excel spreadsheet? Yeah, just because, because just because of um, book descriptions, because they're long. Okay, good. Um, and when you say, sorry, I'm sorry. When you say book ahead. description, you're talking about if I go to um, one of your books, the book description is literally what you've got on your Amazon page for that. The it's book. not, it, or is it the back cover copy or is it something else entirely? It is, it is both. My back cover copy is what I have on my sales page on Amazon. And that is my book description. That makes it easier. So, okay. All right. I'm sorry. I'm getting so far away from taglines. I'm stopping with those questions. Carry on. Okay. Carry on with the taglines. Yeah. Silly taglines. Uh, for my gentleman thief, the tagline, tagline is, she was digging for happiness when he stole her heart. <laughs> it's about an archaeologist. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> All right, I'm 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 beginning to get the feel. I like this concept that it needs to reflect my book, so mine would have to be funny and romantic. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. So um, the other, so what I found, which I thought was really really interesting, 
um, a blogger named Janelyn Voigt was talking, talking, had a blog post about taglines and she said uh, she had them, the, she suggested that authors write down in one sentence what the story problem is, what the theme of your book is, a pitch sentence, Oh my and God, then that leads you to your tagline. Okay. Uh, one sentence description. Oh, mm-hmm. no. One sentence of what the problem is. Right. So her example was, the story problem is a grieving widow longs to find happiness again when a suitor, when that's the desire, when a suitor presses her with his attentions, that's the problem, she must let go of the past, that is the cost, in order to realize her goal, which is the solution. Desire, problem, cost, solution. Right. But that's we're not we're not we're not at the tagline. This is just the one sentence. That's sentence. the story problem. That's the story problem. Then the theme of the book, is it possible to find happiness by letting go of your past? The theme of any romance is love conquers all, isn't it? I mean No, 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 not at all. The theme of um my books is a fish out of water. All of my books have something to do with somebody who doesn't belong. They are a fish out of water. All right. All right. So, okay. So when you write your book description, you need to know what that theme is <laughs> because you can tie it in there. Okay. What was the third element? Um, pitch sentence. So the pitch here is a young widow wants to take a chance on a new suitor, but what will it cost her? to let go of the past. And the fourth was? The tagline, holding on sometimes means letting go. Oh, that's a good tagline. That is a good tagline. See, so you you see the tagline is something generic and broad and encompassing that just is a slight tease for your story. Well, in my case, it's like suddenly needing to be a stand-up comic. I mean, it's very hard to do. I mean, how many words, how long can a tagline be? I mean, if it's 10 words, it's probably too long, wouldn't you say? Yeah, 10 words at most. 10 is the most, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's going to be a challenge. Okay, a sentence that describes the story problem, a sentence that describes the theme, pitch sentence, and by the time you get all three of those, you should be able to jigsaw puzzle out a tagline. Yeah, because you have the essence of what your story is. You have not made writing a tagline easier. You've just made it three sentences harder. I just um, want to point that out to you. I'm sorry. Now, just for fun, because this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. When I was doing some research for taglines, my first search was simply how to write a tagline. And I got Shopify generate slogans. And it's a computer, it's computer generated slogans. <gasps> and so I typed in writer's block. And the generated slogans are, uh-oh, better get writer's block. <laughs> writer's block solves your problems yes it does well certainly solves mine does the hard writer's block for you huh ah taste the writer's block taste the writer's block i wonder if i could use taste something taste for sin the peanut butter cup oh you should that's very entertaining strong and beautiful just like writer's block Yeah, that was very entertaining. Leave your writer's block minty, not medicine-y. <laughs> That's good advice. That's good advice for all to share. Excellent. I like a minty writer's block. <laughs> <laughs> 
Writer's block is for kids. (laughs) He won't eat it. He hates everything. (laughs) Mary, you realize this means we're old. Okay. Yes. Really ancient ads. I know. Writer's block gives wealth and beauty. (laughs) Does it though? That one's true. That's our tagline. Writer's block gives wealth and beauty. So yes, I like the concept your your idea of putting in something tasty because yeah yeah so that has has so many connotations yes does (laughs) taste the crazy (laughs) not romance though I've got to I've got to fit in humor and romance right okay let's go back to your. Um, the person who posed the three sentences and pulled her tagline out of those three sentences. Mm-hmm. You still got that up? Because I have a hard time getting, okay, step one, step two, step three, and you read sentences that clarified that. Mm-hmm. That was all good, but I don't know how you get to step four. Would you do me a favor and read those three sentences? Absolutely. Story problem is a grieving widow longs to find happiness again. When a suitor presses her for his attentions, she must let go of the past in order to realize her goal. I would even change that to she must let go of her past to find her future. That would be better. Yeah. Sorry. I'm rewriting this woman's work. Um, (laughs) The theme is, is it possible to find happiness by letting go of the past? Okay. The pitch sentence. A young widow wants to take a chance on a new suitor but what will it cost her to let go of the past? So you see that there is this thing. She, she In all three of those sentences, she has the phrase, the phrase she must let go of the past. So something letting the go premise of the past. is that by writing these three sentences, she's distilling everything down into one nugget. Yes. And then therefore she comes up with the tagline, holding on sometimes means letting go. Uh, hmm. All right. All right. All right. I can see this may be a worthy exercise for me to go through this and see if it doesn't pose a solution. But of course, she doesn't have to be funny at the same time. Right. So you have plenty to work with because you, your heroine and uh, her charge, who is a main character, have their own catchphrase already. They do. They both sort of have be in the now. Be in the now. (laughs) So, yes, share with us, Prue. Well, I'm just thinking that I like, I would like some, some, I, I need, I need to have romance, mm-hmm. right? So we have to have fall in love, be in the now, and the world is crazy. Things are, things are sort of out of control. So, I mean, stitching those three together is a little Frankenstein-y, right? Don't you're going to end up with some lumbering sentence that's like, oh, fire bad, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. Falling in love or romance, being in the now, and and sort of crazy and out of control. Losing control. <laughs> Go on, Mary. You can't do it either. Here's what. Here's what. Love. Love makes you lose control. Love makes you lose control. Love helps you regain control. Um, I used to write catalogs. I used to be catalog writer, mm. and if I couldn't come up with a headline for the blurb immediately. It was always, it never came easily, right? It never came easily. I can but write then, any. 
want. But a headline. Everybody says you should write at least 10 and then <laughs> pick from that. I like that idea because it would really lower the, uh, lower the pressure on any one. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. What I like about that. Okay. Now you've, now you've, uh, now you've jazzed me up. What I like about that is whenever I do literally have writer's block, my solution is just commit to writing something shitty, right? Just sit down and, and really write something horrible. And within half a page or two pages, you will discover, ah, there it is. There it is. And I can delete all of that and start with this. And now I've got it. So writing 10 taglines, you could write 10 miserable taglines or even 20 or 50 or however many. And eventually you clear away the crap. And there it would be a perfectly simple one. Exactly. Write 10 taglines. Write 10 taglines. You know, as much as stating the story problem, the theme and the pitch sentence, I think those are wise things to do. And I should probably be able to do it. That's not as helpful to me as write 10 taglines. Okay. I think that's because you could have nine Frankensteins, Mm -hmm. right? And then by the end, maybe, maybe things are stitched together a little more nicely. Now you have, uh, Lorena Bobbitt's husband, who penis, whose penis began to work after it had been stitched together again. So that's a tagline. <laughs> All right. Well, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to write 10 or more taglines. Yes. And I will not, I will not subject, um, I will not subject the, the show notes with those 10. <laughs> you know what I did do was I did set a timer. I don't know how long we've been recording. Do you know? No. Are we bored? No, it's just it's just all a myth at this point. Well, I feel like I've got such a a good path ahead for taglines that if I stopped us and this was a short podcast, would you feel like we had not I think done that, enough? No, I think we've covered the subject well enough. I'm I'm actually kind of excited now. I like the idea of writing ten really bad taglines under the theory that uh you know diamonds will sift out of that you know out of the mess. Yeah, I think I'm, I think it would. Through the miracle of recording technology, I've taken my buzz, my thrill over keywords, and forced Mary to wait for 24 hours. And now we're recording again. Four hours. Four hours. Well, I've written I've written some taglines. <laughs> and when you hear them, you're gonna say, that was not a very productive 24 hours. <laughs> but, <laughs> but clearly but more, it was because you wrote the taglines. I did. That's true. I did. I wrote them. Um, I think the the liberating part was write some really crappy taglines. Mm-hmm. So allow me to begin with a crappy tagline. Okay. Yeah. Hit me with it. Okay. All right. And as you may or may not remember that my book is about a woman who was caretaker to a sweet little old lady who has, you know, senility, dementia, Alzheimer's, something. She's She's a very happy, sweet old lady. So I want the tagline to do three things. I wanted to say, this is a romance. I want to say, this is funny. Uh, and I want it to have as much personality as possible. So it looks like my book. So here's my first, I know this is crappy tagline. Ready? Love if Cupid had dementia. <gasps> Love if Cupid had, oh my God. <laughs> I don't think I can do that. I think that's a bad thing. No. No, no, I'm afraid you can't do that one. (laughs) Well, along the same lines, here's another bad one. They couldn't control true love or a sprinkling of dementia. Right? Okay, so no. 
No. Cupid, okay. Cupid. How about Cupid in a shopping cart? <laughs> Two beating hearts and one crazy old lady. Oh, I like that. Well, it's that's possible. Um, I I have one that I like, but I know it'll never fly. Crazy in love and also just crazy. <laughs> no, that would not fly. <laughs> it won't fly because because crazy has such baggage attached to it, and yeah. crazy in love is good, but also just crazy is bad. Right. Um, love amid the possibly imaginary bad guys. Sometimes love gets crazy. Oh, that's a good one. And this is the one I think I might like. Love, giggles, and short-term memory loss. I love that. You think that's good? <laughs> yes. The longer, the longer version is love, grocery shopping, and the comedic possibilities of short-term memory loss, but that's too long. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe I'm liking love, giggles, and short-term memory loss as my first choice for now. Yes. But yes. as my second say, do you say to me, those were 24 productive hours, perhaps another 24 might serve you even better? Well, seriously, your brain doesn't stop working. They will keep coming to you. And when they do, write them down because they could be complete crap or they could be fantastic gold. (laughs) And you know what? You don't have to have just one tagline. You can have two or three that you use in different ads. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Right now, I've got three different Facebook ads running for one for my series, for my my Regency Romance series, my most recent yeah. one. And it has, there are three different images, three different texts. Well, that, I find that interesting because from my position as a novice, don't I want one image and one text to define that this is one book, as opposed to if I put out three images and three different taglines, am I, am I um, diffusing the impact of one image, one tagline? No, because you're, you're not. Your head, no, like anybody but me can see you. She's shaking her head. No, <laughs> she's shaking Sorry. her head. I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you want to appeal to as many people as possible, and one tagline might appeal to one group of people, and a different tagline will might appeal to a different group of people, and it's all under the same branding. So what you're thinking of is the branding, and you're not diffusing you're not diffusing your branding because it's all still rom-com. And you literally have three different images. You're not using your book covers. Uh, I am using my book covers, but in three different ways. Well, Meredith, that's now that you're just tempting me with more all right, never mind. When, when, when we get to ads and ad placements, which we need to get to, we totally then we're do. going to discuss that because mm-hmm. I don't know what you're talking about and I want to know what you're talking about. But okay. Okay. All right. So where we are now is that I have a good start at bad or even good. Oh, you froze. Okay. Here's what I was saying. We locked up and froze and had to re-engage, making this the most fractured podcast yet. I did, as I said, I sang a little song while I was while we were frozen called Oh Zoom, You Have Defeated Me. Uh, here's where here's where we were. Tell me. When, when when last we spoke, I was wondering about the book description and how it relates to the keywords that we talked about last week and the tag word that we're talking about now. Uh, and here's the question that occurred to me, and it's not a big one, it's a little one. If you have a book description on the back cover of your printed book, 
that's not necessarily what you have to say in your Amazon description, right? It's usually what you say in your Amazon description. But it's not like it's a law. It is not the law. Okay. And I'm All sorry, right. I just stopped my video so that we don't freeze again. Okay, that's good. What I was thinking is that one of the things that I have learned in my, in my stumbling around in this great universe of unknowing is that the Amazon description shows like the first three lines of whatever you write and then there's a C more. So you mm -hmm. want to front load as much juice as you can into the first three lines. You want those first three lines to be so compelling and fun that the person has to click more. There's none I'm of nodding this. vigorously. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. Uh, but, but a back of the book cover has, in my opinion, it has a formula. First you talk about, maybe you have a, 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 like an eyebrow headline that's in bold that says, right, love, giggles, and short-term memory loss. But below that, you have one paragraph about her, one mm -hmm. paragraph about him, and the mm -hmm. final paragraph is, will they ever have their happily ever after? So exactly. that's, a, that's the formula of a printed version. But that formula will not do you as much good in the Amazon version since what you want is the juice in the will they find their happily ever after right up in the front in the Amazon description, right? So, yes, you are correct. So what I do is I put my tagline at the top of my Amazon description. Goddamn tagline. <laughs> okay, keep going. Keep and, and, then, and then I follow through with that... Um, with, with that formula. So that's why your tagline, that's why we're synthesizing taglines so much. Yeah. But if a tagline is only, what, six, eight, maybe 10 words, and Amazon is going to show people the first three or four lines before you get to the scene more, then for Amazon, don't I want that tagline to be a full line? Don't I want to use all this real estate as smartly as I can? Sure, like, absolutely. A, a, but a smart tagline for Amazon and a short tagline for everything else, does that, do you see my, I mean, like, it's hard enough to write one tagline. How am I supposed to write, I'm supposed to write a long one and a short one? Okay. I just pulled up Amazon, my sales page. Okay. You actually have most of a paragraph there before the read more. But you can't control that Amazon description very well. I'm going to Meredith Bond. And looking at what you're looking at. Okay, um, go to, to A Hand for the Duke. A Hand for the Duke, which is, incidentally, a great cover. Man, that is a good look. That attracts me. I want. Really? That's not <laughs> my favorite one. I have much, much prettier um, covers for my Ladies Wagering Whist Society. So I like it. That, that is uh, my least favorite one. All right, all right. Um, but the, okay, so your tagline here, the first line... In. Actually, there should be a return there, and there isn't, and I have to fix that. But my tagline is, can the ladies of the Wagering Whist Society help an impoverished modiste win the hand of a sought-after duke? See, that's much longer than six, eight, or even ten words. You've written a full sentence there. Exactly. That's and not then my book description starts. Yeah, 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 but wait a minute, because we are two things here now. That's not your tag. Well, maybe it is your tagline. Maybe you have a really, really long tagline. But uh, I thought we were looking for, um, you know, love conquers all. I thought that so. That sure. that would be your tagline, like um, on your cover. 
but you can have a longer tagline in ads and at the top of your book description. Okay, so wait a minute, because I've had a revelation, which you already knew. There's no what? such thing as a tagline. Oh, we have yeah. multiple taglines. Yes, that's what I was trying to get at. I'm sorry, I, I was not clear. Moron. Well, okay, then what we talked about before, the concept of getting the tagline, remember when you said that the, the, the three, you had to come up with three sentences, one was the story problem, one was the theme, and one was the challenge? Yeah. I'm looking for a piece of paper, but it's lost in this mess. So what okay. you have used as your tagline is that challenge. Can the ladies of the Wagering with Society help an impoverished modiste win the hand of a sought-after duke? That's the, that's the premise of the whole story. Exactly. But, 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 but that's different from what I thought a classic tagline was. And so let's back up. Let's back way up. Mary, when do you use a tagline? What are the situations under which a tagline is useful? Most of the time, a tagline is used in advertising. It is the hook. It is the, the hook that you're throwing out there into the pond to reel in those readers. Now, the tagline that you have been working on is the super short, cute tagline that's going to go on the cover of your book, which is, as you say, different. Okay. Okay. Actually, that does sort of help me because as I think about the description uh, on the Amazon page, which I'm assuming is more important than the description on the printed version, because I'm not going to be in bookstores, uh, I need to write something much beefier. I've got room for more on the big tagline. Right. All right. Well, um, okay. So, <laughs> love giggles and short-term dementia then is only half of my battle. Right. Now I need to write a whole premise of the, of the novel in one juicy sentence. Which do you put at the top of your, on your book description, on the back of your printed books, do you use your short little love giggles and short-term dementia? You use the longer one. I use the longer one. What is on the back of my book is exactly what's on my the sales page on Amazon. I, I am really, really lazy. And I only write one book description and I use it everywhere. Okay, so uh, I am going to start thinking about this as the tagline is this first line on Amazon and the promotional ad is the, is the other aspect of what we're calling a tagline. Yes. But does that make sense to you? Do you think I'm crazy to do it that way? I mean, I think I don't think a tagline is confusing to the novice for whom you I speak. can you can call actually if i am thinking about this correctly okay. actually what you are calling a tagline your love giggles yeah. loving giggles is yeah. the tagline and what i am calling a tagline is actually the log line log line all right so this is good vocabulary and it also sort of satisfies me because uh i needed those things to have two different names because they're very different yeah, that's that. You have a nice, long, meaty sentence for your book description. Okay, now, uh, okay, sorry, going to ask you another question because I am staring at it on Amazon and it has your log line, which is in bold, 
to attract the reader's eye. And then mm -hmm. there is a return and, it, and the pa next paragraph starts below it. Mm -hmm. Why wouldn't you just run those two together? Why do you want the return? Couldn't you fit more juice onto the Amazon page if you didn't have the return? Yes, but I really want to draw the reader's eye. And in order to do that, having that return there just separates it out and really it, it draws in the eye more because want I want I want my log line to really be catchy. And then once they're caught by that, then their eyes will slip down to read the rest of the book description. Okay. All right. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Meaning, oh God, it was hard enough to write a, a tagline. Now I have to sum up my entire book in a log line. Yeah. But uh, actually, I think I can do it. I think I can. I think I think I can do that. But I like the fact that we're dealing with two different things. Okay. Then and let's then just two minutes. Can I? To talk. Yeah. 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 Can I throw another? piece of vocabulary out there? Yes, please. A blurb. What's the difference between a blurb and a book description? Exactly. Most people don't make a, don't differentiate. They call a book description a blurb when technically oh, good. Here a, we go. bl a blurb is the quote that you have on your book cover from some other author. Aha! It's a t the blurb is a testimonial. The book description. Yes. Ah, okay. I'm yes. writing it down. Blurb equals testimonial. Yes. So if Mindy Klasky yep. reads your book and you yep. ask her for a yep. quote to put on your book cover, yep. then what she writes, uh, Prue Warren's book had me rolling on the floor <laughs> laughing. <laughs> Then, you know, next to her cute little quote, it says, Mindy Klasky, uh, New York Times bestseller or whatever she is, right. um, best-selling author. That's the blurb. Right. Okay. All right. All right, good. Um, do you want to just briefly cover the, the basics of the book description? Or do you, are you satisfied with my, first there's the log line, then there's a paragraph about her, then there's a paragraph about him, and then the final paragraph is sums that up. Um, I think that that is perfect for a romance. Okay. Um, not, it is quite possible that not all of our readers write romance. Not uh, readers, listeners write yep. romance. That's a good I, point. Have, I have a fantastic blurb writing worksheet because I am the queen of worksheets. <laughs> from a man named Mark Edwards who writes book descriptions for a living. Wait a minute. A blurb or a book description? Sorry, or... a book description. Book Good. description. Okay. I am I'm, I'm misspoke. I beg your pardon. <laughs> so his key points that one should think about when you are writing your book description are, number one, Who's going to want to read the damn thing? <laughs> That's a fine question. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Number two is make it sizzle. How is your book going to make your reader feel? So throw emotion in there. Okay. And then three is the structure of your book description. The intro sentence, sum up the book in one sentence, and then 
your goal motivation and conflict for each of your protagonists, if you have more than one, call to action, what the call to action or the initial problems are, and then the the big things that are the big thing that's happened. So you don't want to give away the entire plot, but you know, just teases of what the goal motivation and conflict is for or goal and you know, conflict are for your that, for your uh, protagonist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That follows the formula that I had assumed, which is well well what he calls the um the sum sum it up in one sentence, that's the log line. Yes. Goal conflict motivation for each character, that's a little bit about her and another paragraph that's a little bit about him. Exactly. Exactly. And the final one is the call to action and the big thing that's happened. Yes. So So there I, it is. I feel that experience in this case has taught me well. Yes. Because that's what so I assume. Okay. All right. Then I'm gonna write a But and don't forget to put keywords in there. Oh shit. And, add, add keywords. And add keywords and add emotion. Okay. Because, you know, just throw in the whole kitchen sink. And everything you've got in the refrigerator too. (laughs) The log line is gonna be the it's gonna be the sweet spot though. All right. Well there's a lot. There's a lot here. There is. Okay. Good. Okay. I'm I'm out of questions for the moment on this subject because I'm a little overwhelmed. Uh, I wanna go play with it and then I'll come back and ask you some more in another in another podcast. Okay. Okay. That works right. for me. We are good for today, yes? We are good for today, yes. Uh, we want people to subscribe to the Writer's Block Party podcast at the writersblockpartypodcast.com and find us on um, Apple Podcasts. And what are, what's our list of where we can be found? Don't worry about it because people who are listening already know where they found it. But subscribe <laughs> and subscribe and rate us. us. Rate us would be very nice. Yes, we like that that one rating that we have makes us very happy. All right, so that's another Writer's Block Party podcast for this week. See how easily it trips off my tongue very now? Happy. Quite so embarrassing when I say yes. it. Okay. <laughs> All right, Meredith, we'll see you next week. All right, Drew. All right, bye. That's it. For the Writer's Block Party this week, we don't want you getting so drunk on knowledge that you can't drive your laptop safely. But next week we'll be here before you know it, so check out the website at thewritersblockpartypodcast.com. One word. That's where you can find our archive of past podcasts and a place where you can get in touch with Mary and Prue or ask questions for the next podcast. Write with joy, friends, and see you next week.